0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Rejoice, Pats Nation, for today we bask in celebration. The Thanksgiving holiday is upon us. So much to be thankful for here on six rings and football things brought to you. Of course, as always by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, make every moment more sign up today. If you haven't yet. And if you haven't, what are you waiting for? Sweet hat FanDuel.com slash six rings to take advantage of their fabulous offers with no sweat. First bets, same game parlays and more. And don't forget everyone's favorite. The six rings bed of the week where you can fade Fitzy and make yourself a mint to spend this black Friday. Thanksgiving weekend, and all through the holiday season. It's not a real promotion. I've just been ice cold lately. Kind of like your New England Patriots. heart. All right. So people are going to enjoy themselves a bounty, a feast, a cornucopia of delicious foods, family time, adult beverages, and maybe some decent football on Thursday. There's one game to leave on in the background as you, I'm not sure if you're one of those all shopping or clean up and leftovers or maybe uh like the you do like the Friday holiday pivot where it's like all right any of the autumnal stuff can kind of go back in the box and now it's time to get the tree start putting up the Christmas decorations you strike me as a throw on Christmas vacation or leave football in the background now that you've got Jets dolphins and uh maybe start
2: doing some of the Christmas time decorations well once I finish my morning radio shift with Nick fitzy Stevens I forgot <laughs> Then, then a, I will afternoon. Of course, in the morning you're gonna oh, listen to this. <laughs> I completely forgot. Yes. Once we finish uh, radio, then I will be shifting towards yes, some probably some Same. Christmas music, some football yep. on the television. And mm-hmm. hey, you want to start to do some inside decorating? And depending on the weather, maybe even do a little outdoor decorating. I, I, I kind of
1: I need it right now. I want to see the garland and the like the trim, and yep. like I want I want some white lights outside of the house, the giant inflatable snowman. Yeah, I want to see that as well. And then, of course, Saturday. Don't forget, while you're continuing with your decor, I'll be on with Ken Laird from nine to eleven thirty. Ooh, that'll be yeah. fun. That's gonna ratings. Two words: ratings bonanza. Damn right. Great time for everybody. I mean, we. One thing is, we just can't talk enough about Sunday's
2: game. It is just gonna be awesome. It is. Oh, well, when this you have it, when you have an eight and three team against an eight and two team, that's a pretty good. Oh, I'm being told that. What I game is that? Game is records that? Records. Oh, you, yeah, I Andy. Two and eight. You, I think
1: you're. you have football dyslexia? I you didn't flip have, the record. You know how your
2: camera on your, your phone sometimes is inverted. I might. Yeah. Bad. Oh. Okay. Um, that's okay. Well, it's a terrible football game.
1: We'll try. Stri- we'll all right. We'll edit that out and post. Okay. Hey, Andy, what a game we have on Sunday, huh? <laughs> Honest to
2: God. Well, the
1: good I mean, news is, did you
2: see the numbers?
1: Did you see the the? Oh, the ratings for Monday night's game were. Yeah. Mass- now, let me quick question though. Is that in part due to the fact that ESPN, because of the writer's strike earlier this year, funneled 11 Monday Night Football games to ABC as well, thinking there would be a dearth of scripted programming? Also, there's really not many good scripted programs on broadcast TV anyways these days. Uh, It may have been the collaboration of the two. Long story short, massive numbers,
2: massive numbers for Eagles Chiefs and even without T-Swizzle. No right. teeth no problem. Still big numbers. Boy, why are you shaking your head? Don't shake not your head. Just, at me. You could not shake just, your effing head at me. <laughs> uh, but no, the I, I'm uh, trying to shake it off, Andy. Uh, I see what you did there. See, huh? How many how many viewers did they get? I'm feeling 22. No, yeah. there was 29 million actually viewers or Great football I, I, game.
1: I'm the problem. It's me because I continue to enable your terrible behavior. You do. Yes, I know. It was like 30 million viewers. It was huge. Yeah. And we were wondering just the other day, hey is this a down year are ratings suffering yet are people kind of like a little off put oh, by huge. the quality of football and again they're huge they're absolutely monstrous well for good that, games
2: for the good exactly and like i mean that was a super bowl rematch that was the kelsey yeah. brothers and the swift and kelsey family get together and it was mm-hmm. you know they're they're two good teams that are on Pace maybe for a Super Bowl rematch back to back years. Um, Chiefs team, they still need some work on that offense. It feels very well. Somebody should tell them that you know the old coaches. It takes sixty minutes, not thirty, because they're pretty uh-huh. good for thirty minutes, but even forty-five. To, no, yeah, it's the second learn. half, not the fourth quarter. Yeah, year, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. They need to, much like me and other ventures of my life, they need to learn to pace themselves.
1: <laughs> mm, or they need to learn how to close, not much like <laughs> yeah. myself. Oh, no, I, I, I always open work. hot and never figure it. Oh, figure out how to it. seal the deal
2: finishing tour what? Uh oh, gee, I
1: can't. How am I not supposed to shake my head throughout? The- I'm going to look like a bobblehead throughout. Hey, we're the- trying the- to have
2: fun with a football All team right. that Washington doesn't even have uh, a
1: quarterback. Actually, I have a question for you. Which which particular season where the New England Patriots were receiver challenged does this Chiefs season remind you of? At first, you obviously like jump to 2006. But, you know, they still have Travis Kelsey and some actually kind of talented players in the P- Chiefs receiving core. Whereas Brady was left to work with next to nothing that year. Somehow still dragged the team's ass to an AFC championship that they should have won. 2013, that was the Dobson, Boyce, Kenrell-Tompkins draft. But you had an Edelman and Bloom. You still had uh, Gronk. Like, that was st- before he got hurt by T.J. Ward in the Browns game. It reminds me, actually, in a lot of ways, Andy. The 2023 chiefs remind me of the 2019 Patriots where like Kelsey is your Edelman too high a volume. You're going to get the guy just run into the ground or injured. And then everyone else around them is just sort of like along for the ride, but not nearly talented enough to bring the team where they back to where they belong.
2: Right. And you have the confidence. First of all, a defense, you have the confidence of the quarterback, you have the confidence in the coach. And then it's just like, but these guys stink. These stink. guys absolutely stink. And I will say, yeah. I don't, at least it seems that Mahomes is handling it relatively well. Like he seems like he's staying upbeat. He's like, when we figure the offense out, we're going to be great because the defense is so good. He's, I haven't heard whispers of he's the most miserable
1: whatever, seven and eight, three
2: quarterback, yeah, yeah. whatever the hell their record is. Like I have, and maybe he's just doing a good job of hiding it. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it, these, I do find the comparison remarkable between the Chiefs and the Patriots and sort of the go-to-the-AFC title game every year, rely on your quarterback, and fading weapon here, oh, we'll let this guy go, we don't need him because we got the quarterback, and he's still doing the job, but it continues to regress kind of more and more mm-hmm. statistically and visually, and the the battle is more of an uphill battle, I feel like, for Mahomes more and more often. But I would also say, like they always said against, brady and bell like i wouldn't bet against them i certainly no. just because they lost this game i would not bet against them at any point and feel great about my money um on our fan app like uh, mm-hmm. chiefs are the team to beat until somebody beats them and like that's correct. how i will correct that is a thousand and ten percent correct must be nice up at the top
1: there with people thinking about how do we get our offensive assets in line so that we can be as prolific as possible to make another championship run as opposed to hey Anyone going to be on the team next year? And also, where will we be drafting in the top five? These are the concerns. These are the realities of your New England Patriots right now, folks. And I know you know this, and we're not going to continue to harp on the negatives and make miserable already a season that has gone on long enough and has been beyond disappointing, to say the least. Um, So what are we watching for Sunday? Aside from, you know, uh, hey, can Taequann Thornton drop another pass? Just like, I'm not sure you saw... Cadillac's video yesterday from Patriots practice. Mac throws a beautiful 20-yard out. Taekwon Thornton elevates to catch it and just bounces off of his Daniel Graham hands. Uh, I mean, God, it's again, it's practice. Let's not make a mountain out of a molehill, but I, I just looking, I'm I'm looking now in the, over these final seven games. Who am I going to get excited about? Where do I look? Where's the optimism? Where's that little future? Something would be like, hey, this guy showed up. This guy showed out. I want him on my 2024 Patriots, regardless of who's the GM, the head coach and such.
2: Okay. Well, I'll give you one in All a right. world where running backs have been devalued and pushed to the, the fringes aside from Christian McCaffrey and what he does for the 49ers. I think you have a matchup between Saquon Barkley and a poor man, Saquon Barkley. I think the best player on the Giants, at least offensively, is Saquon Barkley. You know, he can still make plays on the ground through the air. He's a tough matchup. I think that's a challenge. We talked about it a little bit over on the six rings. Cadillac's crucial clashes. You know, your linebackers and safeties having to tackle Saquon is a challenge for them because tackling hasn't been great for the Patriots at portions this year. And um, I like the fact
1: that the Giants last week against the
2: commanders deployed him like that nice wheel route that uh, that's Tommy DeVito dropped a dime and you should be doing the same goddamn thing with uh, Ramondre Whoa, Stevenson. language! Or, Ramondre Stevenson needs to get the ball. like, And he's hitting late-season form. He's starting to look like the guy I think he should have been all year. He's running violently. He's getting ahead of steam mm-hmm. and hitting the next level. So if you're a fan of old-school, sort of versatile running back play, I think this is a, a game for you, because I, I like Saquon, and mm-hmm. both guys are coming toward... You know, what's their value? Saquon lived the offseason of the devalued running back where he got the one-year deal and that whole thing. Um, And I, I give him, I said this to Cadillac, I give him credit. He has voiced his frustration some, but he's still playing. Like, he's in a tough spot. He's an aging running back mm-hmm. who does not have long-term contract stability on a right. sh- terrible, I almost said sh- crappy football team. Sure, uh, uh, not, and, uh, uh,
1: underperforming, um, underwhelming team.
2: Like, if he were Terry Glenn... He should say my hamstring hurts. I'll see you next year. Like well, I, th- I,
1: I was just going to ask you if Ramondre should or shouldn't be doing the same thing as well. Because how many more miles do you want to put on the tires when you know
2: the journey? It doesn't like the journey is right. fruitless. And both of, ways, of yeah. these guys are in that. So even I would say Barkley even a little more because he's a little older and he's had a little bit more injuries and worn down and those. And things. he's looking for that one last big contract. Now he may get it from somebody else. However, if he, he gets not.
1: dinged up over the final seven games, correct, he may not as well. And Ramondre. Already should be locked up to a long-term deal. I, I there should be there are a number of people on the Patriots that should be locked up on the long term, and they have not resigned a single one of them. You have to wonder if that's not because of the player personnel direction or general manager uncertainty
2: going forward uh within the Patriots executive structure. But also in both directions. If you were a player who is healthy, you made it to November. Are you re-signing right now with the Patriots? Because you know they're not blowing you away with some ridiculous offer. I would like the team doesn't know who its coach, GM, or quarterback is moving forward. Do I want to sign? Unless they, unless it's a lottery ticket, Perfect. do I want to sign up? Like I wouldn't want to sign up for that. We want you to stay here and be a Patriot f- forever, Foxborough. Um,
1: excuse me. Uh, who's the quarterback, the <laughs> GM, and the coach next year?
2: We don't know. All right. right. Like, I don't want any part of that. That just doesn't. Uh. Um, speaking of which, quick aside, because oh, I, I I love put, a quick aside. I, it's, it's, I've, I've made a career out of it, actually. It's how I uh planned was the name the- of
1: my initial sh- initial show, and then someone started quick slants and I got bumped.
2: Uh, oh, poor
1: baby. I know
2: it was um weird. so our friend Mike Cadlick was doing his mailbag this week and he put out one of those tweets. Last call, any questions on the Patriots? So I uh helped him out by contributing. Um, a simple you question. Chum
1: the water you rigged the lotto and chum the waters. Wow. Well. A little bit. Actually, it's it's called being a supportive teammate. Yeah, that too.
2: Um, which is new for me. Uh um, I was gonna say, how's that feel so far? I'm a I'm the best damn teammate there is. I do my job and know my role and I shut my hole. Uh the idea that the Patriots are a keeper team. Pretend you're in a keeper league and you get five slots to fill heading toward next season. Nick Fitzy okay. Stevens, which five Patriots are you keeping? Ramondre
1: Stevenson, Mike Onwenu, Jabril Peppers,
2: Kyle Duggar, and DeMario Douglas. Well, I'll give you a a mulligan, because why would you not keep Christian Gonzalez? Ah, crap. That's right. Okay. Christian
1: Gonzalez, Ramondre Stevenson, Jabril Peppers,
2: Mike Onwenu, and Kyle Duggar. Okay. Okay. I need to give you a second mulligan. Did you forget about Matthew Judon? Or are you moving on from him because he's too old?
1: Okay. Matthew Ju- I don't okay. So there's like a uh, You're terrible at this. You know, I because I'm jump. I'm pl- I, I, recency bias is jumping and I'm forgetting about the guys that have been out for so long. I forgot what they look like on the field. Okay, yes. You start with Judon and Gonzalez, and then you go Ramondre. All right, I'll leave Peppers out. I guess I'll take Duggar. Or- no, I want Peppers. No, Peppers, Judon, Gonzalez, Ramondre on Wenu.
2: I also want to thank you for proving to our audience that six rings is always unscripted. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Well, we don't, everyone else comes in with their pre-prepared lists and their heavy agenda. No, 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 no seat of our pants because you know, look, what's happened all season long. Look how much time the new England Patriots have put in to their offense and to their game plans and their installs and their preparation and look at the results. So why not just, and that's, that's my argument for this Sunday as well. Sometimes Andy, The best laid plans are to just improvise on the plans. And you know what? Bill O'Brien should just take the playbook and Sunday, just like, what do you feel like call him? And just like F it, we'll do it live. Playground it. I'm to draw it right there, like bring some dirt, draw it right there with a stick and like here you go, Mac. Here you go, Will.
2: Here you go. Here you go, Zappy. You know the flaw with that theory? With some teams, I think that would work. But I think, you, I think you need athletes and talent to make that work, and I'm not sure never they have know, enough of those.
1: I, I, what, again, like we've been saying now for far too long, what do you got to lose? That's I true. mean, a football game, but actually
2: you gain by losing in this particular instance because you'll better your draft status. Because if you lose, then you have a 38% chance to get a top two pick in the draft. But if you win, you only have a 9% chance. Right. And the same thing with the Giants as well. Like the Giants also want to lose this game.
1: But Brian Dayball had them playing their asses off last week. And I think they're going to try and win again this particular Sunday. Quick note. I read this yesterday. Um, Did you happen to catch the uh, Trent Brown call uh, the Mark Daniels piece in Mass Live, Mm -hmm. where Trent Brown said all the narratives about him arriving late and not trying hard this season are BS? You guys know what BS stands for. Uh, He said it. He said it good for him, too, for saying it as well. And good for Mark, not for redacting it or, or censoring it. Uh, and the idea like he lost an uncle and whatever else. And he said when he's out there, he's playing like the best player on offense. Agree or disagree?
2: Oh, I, I think there's an argument that can be made. I mean, it's a, you know. Bum fight, as you would say. Like the hobo.
1: Hope r- a- we've rebranded hobo rumble.
2: But it's a hobo rumble then, because there's not city- a lot of great options. Over no,
1: city of- so looks like he wants to stick around. Andy, how would you feel about? uh Would you hold
2: on? You you don't want Trent Brown on next year's team, correct? No, because Trent okay. Brown also mixed in there when he was defending himself, saying he's one of the first ones in the building, one of the last ones out. I'm never late, but if I am late, it's because I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> Wait, you said you're never late, but then you said if I am late. No, I mean,
1: does one or two really? I mean, like that's a valid excuse. Uh,
2: Is it? Are you professional?
1: Coach, I missed the meeting because I was pooping. City, so everyone probably fake. okay. City, so will be, uh, I think, likely as your right guard next year. Are you prioritizing re-signing Owenu at this point? I would. Um, There's not a lot of great tackles on the market, and he's been pretty darn good since they kicked him out there a few weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, within reason.
2: I, I don't know where the numbers I'm not breaking the bank for him, but right. I mean, tackles make a lot of money in the NFL. You, those contracts go 80, $90 million. So, all right. Would
1: you, would you
2: approach him with like a, you know, a f- uh, four for 56? Oh, I would do that in a heartbeat. I mean, you gotta, yeah. yeah, you gotta build a foundation. I'd be moving on, um, from Trent Brown. So I'm obviously going to have to, cause if you get rid of both your tackles, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I could no one start. really signed next year. So I brought your boy um, some reality to your boy, Adam Jones, in the afternoon Mm -hmm. program on Mm WEI because he was very uh, strange here. He might be sick. I don't know. Um, Optimistic. He's like, yeah, the Patriots, I think they have a really good chance to make the playoffs next year. Why wouldn't they? You guys are making it sound like it's hard to turn things around in the NFL and lots of teams go from worst to first and all these things. And I Mm -hmm. said to him, could you give me the example and a couple, if you want, of teams that replaced – their quarterback, their head coach and their general manager and turn things around in one offseason. I'll hang up and listen. Pause. Pause. Pause because there aren't examples. It's like unprecedented.
1: Well, h- what happened with the the Eagles? Um is this Siri- this is only Sirianni's second year?
2: Correct? This is no. This third is third year.
1: Uh Jalen Hurts in there
2: forever. That's oh, that's true. He's been the. He's talking about all three. He's done a hell of a job. Yeah, last year you you could say the Houston Texans, D'Amico, Ryan's, and C.J. Stroud, but Nick Casario has been there. Lots of teams have. One or two of the three key pieces. There's been one steady
1: or constant, not all three, which is just so many moving parts that you have it's to huge. almost allow for a trend. I would say 2025 is the north star that you would look to for if you get the right coach, a good quarterback, and make some solid personnel moves. Absolutely, that's what that's when we can get our LFG back on. Next year is the year we should be prepared for a a some transitional struggle. If that's an operative phrase, it is not. Well, that's what that's what makes. That's what makes oh, what this transitioning year, for. That's that's what makes this year so confounding
2: and infuriating. Like, why is this team struggling so badly? You know, last offseason I pointed to 2024 as a season of opportunity because I thought Belichick was the coach and GM. Mm-hmm. I thought Mac was the quarterback. I thought Bill O'Brien would have stabilized the offensive system, and you would have had a draft pick and money to spend to everything else fill in. I didn't know it was going to bottom out like it did. I didn't know Bill would be out. I didn't know Mac would be out. I didn't know everything would be blown up.
1: Believe to it's not definite yet. We believe these to be the realities of the upcoming offseason for the Patriots. Is that I know. I FanDuel may have odds on it. I, I would it is uh to use uh triggering phraseology in Patriots Nation, it is more probable than not whoa, that Bill way, Belichick way, will way, not way, be.
2: Way, whoa, whoa, way, 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 way more probable than not. <laughs>
1: i just like, I, I just said. It envision. is more probable than
2: not. That's I can't cool. envision Bill being back, and I don't envision Mac being back. I, I can envision that better than Bill. Same, but weird. Still, don't really envision either being back. Nope. Matt Groh might be the highest on the envision them being back list, but I don't really envision him being back. And if he does, is he like making the decisions? I Man. so the, the reality is, yes, it's going to be hard to turn this around quickly because right. you're it'd be sort of unprecedented, but anyway, we're talking about a game. I was going to say we got,
1: we got all offseason long to continue rambling on and spec. And like I say, Pat's nation became resignation and soon we will become speculation nation as well. But we do have a football game to talk about this coming Sunday, as we've discussed a bit. And now, It is time, as always, once again, for the six rings and football things. FanDuel Sportsbook Bet of the Week. Brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, make every moment more. FanDuel.com slash six rings to take advantage of their fabulous offers. No sweat first bet. Same game parlays and more. All right, Hart. I'm going to make it nice and quick here. I think the Patriots are going to find a way to win this game. And it's going to be an infuriating win to those that want the Patriots to lose out to tank, per se. There is no tank in Belichick, Mac, the Crafts and all. They, they win this stuck. game. It's an absolute nail biter. It's super low scoring. It's frustrating AF. Mac plays. I, you ready for this? Here it is: the Patriots, sixteen. The Giants, thirteen. A last second field goal by Chad Ryland, just like eight years ago when Brady led them to a drive where Guskowski hit a fifty one yarder, and a tremendous, tremendously entertaining game. Well, this time it's not a very entertaining game. Tommy DeVito does not bring out the Sunday sauce to celebrate. It's a win for the Patriots. It's frustrating. I'll take the Patriots on the money line. They are three and a half point favorites with an over under 33 and a half. Give me the Patriots on the money line. And I'll take Ramondre Stevenson with that lone anytime touchdown.
2: Uh, last I saw the Patriots, they were scoring six points in Germany. Um, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I have no reason to pick the Patriots. I will not pick the Patriots. Somehow the Patriots are laying three and a half points, um, which just feels like a crap load to me. Um so I will take those points with the New York mm-hmm. Giants. The Giants, you can mock him all you want. Danny DeVito, ha ha ha, lives with his mommy. Ha ha ha, he's the penguin. Ha ha ha. Guess what? He's the more stable quarterback in this game. He it's Tommy better. DeVito. I know. People are calling him Danny because they're mocking Why? him. They're being disrespectful. Oh my!
1: That's absurd. The guy won the game. And you see this, the celebration on the way in the end zone. The guy's got a little zhuzh. And like he, is- he put a little juice. Now, see, there's something, Andy. At least Tommy DeVito coming in when you're like, why'd you spend so much money on Daniel Jones? Is Dayball really the right guy? Joe Shane, I've got issues with you. This, that, the other thing. Like, if I'm a Giants fan, I, like I want the higher draft pick as well, but I probably enjoyed the piss out of watching them beat the Commanders last week because you got DeVito, the wheel route, touching on Saquon. He's doing his little antics, like six turnovers. Like, that was a fun win in the
2: face of defeat. Plus, you sell yourself on football karma, and football karma puts C.J. Stroud in Houston. Because Houston would have taken Bryce Young and they would have sucked right now. And somebody else would be good with C.J. Stroud. So the Giants fans can convince themselves like, ah, football karma takes care of you in the end. If you do the right thing, football karma will pat you on the back and lead you in the right direction. But the point is, the Giants have a starting quarterback. They know who's going out there. And they know they feel pretty good about him. He made some plays in the last couple games to Mm -hmm. win a game. Like, they are ahead of you in that area. I would also argue... If you did the NBA style drafting of rosters, you know how we do before playoff series, and we're like, oh, the Celtics have the best player, but uh, the Bucks have the next two, or whatever. We play that game every single spring and summer in the NBA postseason. Ah. Uh-huh. So if you draft the best player in this game, Saquon Barkley. If you draft yep. the second best player, Dexter Lawrence or uh, Thibodeau, who, who has like Thibodeau. ten and a half sex. So the Giants have the better players in this game, and I just said. They have this more stable quarterback position. They're at home. Why would I pick the Patriots to win? Like, why? Other than like.
1: Regardless of all that, what have the Patriots done this year to merit your confidence in selection? I'm just, I'm just, I'm reading tea leaves or making a, uh, a long, uh, uh, a bizarre prognostication just based on a belief that somehow they'll win a game that will all be like, why did you guys win that game? God, if you could, it. but Belichick will want to win because it's the Giants and the soft spot and this, that, and the other. So, all right. Once again, uh, I have the Patriots on the money line, not covering the three and a half against the Giants Sunday and a Ramondre Stevenson anytime touchdown. Andy is taking the points. He wants the three and a half for the New York football Giants and Tommy DeVito against the Patriots. And your propositional is
2: so I, I like fun props to start games. People know me. They follow me on the Rich Keefe show. I'll do like the velocity of the first pitch in a playoff baseball game or something like that. So give me mm-hmm. first drive field goal plus 450. Oh. First drive field goal. I know these teams can score field goals. I don't know if they can really score touchdowns. touchdown, so that would be a, a bit a bridge too far, as they say. Mm-hmm. But everybody thinks this is going to go way under. It's 33 and a half. These teams can't score, blah, blah, blah. How stunned will you be if you're like – Five minutes into the game, and it's 3 nothing, Giants or Patriots, so I'm trying to be optimistic, and I feel like a field goal on the first drive is optimistic. Trying not to make too much Robert De Niro face.
1: Uh, that's why I said 16-13 for your final as well. I think it'll probably go under as well. The weather will not be much of a factor. It's just going to be cold, crisp, and uh, autumnal out there at the Meadowlands. What a tailgate it's going to be as well. I'm sure
2: it'll be. Tailgate might be better than the <laughs> gate
1: <laughs> It's oh, a, bad a mighty involved. But let me tell you
2: on. let me tell you if you
1: really want tremendous entertainment on sunday tune into the six rings post game show on weei uh where hart and i will be on from four to seven thirty uh a couple weeks ago after the game in frankfurt it was a very very lively post game show with a lot of frustrated callers hopefully we'll have similar engagement and maybe there'll be a few positive notes to discuss as well in the post game. All right, that'll do for the preview portion of the Six Rings and Football Things podcast. Of course, each and every week when we bring you the preview pod, we're also happy to bring along a Patriots media member interview. This week our guy Mike Cadlick from wei.com, our terrific beat reporter, was able to catch up with from patriots.com, the analytics wizard himself, Mr. Next Gen Evan Lazar. So stay tuned now for a Cadlick chat with Evan Lazar from Gillette stadium this week. And we want to wish everybody the happiest of Thanksgiving. Thank you guys for continuing to play along, to listen, to be a part of our growing Patriots fan community here. We appreciate you. And we're very thankful for you and everything you do uh, for listening, for tuning in and telling your friends, Hey, come on guys. You know what? Fitzy and Hart realize the season's kind of over, even with seven games to go, but they're still doing their damnedest to make it as informative and entertaining as possible for Terp for heart. This is Fitzy. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. This has been Six Rings and Football Things brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, make every moment more. A presentation of WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. Happy Thanksgiving. And now please enjoy a fabulous football chat between Mike Cadlick and Evan Lazar.